Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Evgeny. Hi, my name is Trail. Okay. Also, it's cold in my house. <laughs> Evidently. Also joining me is Grace. Hello, I am uh, the next avatar on our panel of avatars. <laughs> Which is? Uh, and great. I mean, that's what I was gonna go for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joining me is Ben. Hi, I am the avatar of the one in, from the Pure Lake who's like jealous of his brother or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, we're we're already okay, done. Okay. You're you're off the podcast. <laughs> All right, I would I would like to have a formal complaint here. So I tried to set this up smoothly for you, so he you did. can win at this game. And so, like, when, when Grace had a moment of silence, I was like, I interjected Aang a little bit to, to direct her to the last air bender. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't take okay. the bait. What the hell, man? I'm sorry. You said Aang, and I'm like, I don't remember. There's no Aang in the Cosmic. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm even re-watching The Last Airbender right now on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix. Didn't realize. Uh, and I it just didn't clock with it. See, Evgeny, you made the outline this time, and now you can be just disappointed at how we don't go in the order of the outline, and we just we just I meander am... and it hosts troubles. Trust me, I know more deeply than you could possibly understand. <laughs> I am perpetually disappointed by everyone all the time. You're driving me to drinking. <laughs> oh my god. All right. And I am chaos. And, you know, Ben, there is another potential avatar we could just talk with. Uh, the Sand Lord. Come on. Oh, yeah, of course. But, but as uh, the data shows on our analytics for the White Sand episodes, uh, not many people watch that episode. <laughs> uh, we have 100 views of our podcast. It's great. They're oh, great. man. When it's a day and it doesn't even crack 500, oh, that's bad on YouTube. <laughs> that's so bad. Uh, I said volume three, actually pretty all right. And uh, maybe you'll enjoy the salt that we have of yeah. nitpicking. It's fun. Grace enjoys them. Yes, but I do. It wasn't even that much salt. It, they're, they're, that's true. But there was no ceiling fan or uh, boombox this time. It's not a lot of salt, but a whole lot of sand. <laughs> White salt. Not not that exciting of a story comparatively. My other other name. You're welcome, Grace. You're right there, Grace. <laughs> so we didn't talk in depth on the White Sand episode about autonomy and what autonomy's doing. And so we really want to go in depth on autonomy and her avatars because let me tell you, autonomy is way weirder than maybe any shard that we have, I would yeah. say. It is... Also, Brandon's, Brandon's favorite shard. Yeah, I mean, White Sand was his first novel, and so he's probably been excited about the mythology on this world for an extremely long time. So, let's get into autonomy. Don't make that weird. Cool. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that. We knew of Bavadin's name all the way back from... The I was going to say Oath... 
I was gonna say Oathbringer, and it's just like every Stormlight book because we've just been talking about Oathbringer so much. It's Oathbringer, but yeah. yeah, we got it in the uh, Way of Kings letter uh, with Race and Bobadin, and we knew that Bobadin was uh, on Taldane. Uh, we we knew that. Uh, yes, but uh, we-, we knew that Hoyd had a grudge against Race and Bavadin. Yep. Uh, so we've kind of been thinking about about Bav as an antagonistic character, right? Uh, for a while. Spoiler alert: Hoyt was the villain all along, and Race and Bobadin <laughs> did nothing wrong. <laughs> Plot twist. <Hashtag. laughs> Look, passion's good, y'all. Uh, so we learned of the uh, intent of Bobadin's shard uh, and its autonomy. As we're talking about, uh, and we learned that just in 2015, so pretty new shard intent, all things considered, compared with uh, the many that we have accrued since 2010. And I think that's the newest one we know of, other than for sure. Ambition. Oh yeah, yeah, Ambition's the newest one that we have for sure. Yeah, uh, we we talked about uh, Brandon may have revealed a shard ingenuity, but then. Uh, Let's just say he did not confirm that to my face. Uh, so anyone can guess, uh, but we did an episode on that uh, a while ago. Autonomy, that's one of our newest shards that uh, we got an intent for. So that's we, fi- we finally got that named, and that's really cool. And so, Evgeny, t- tell, us, tell us some about Autonomy. And Bob I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, obviously, Shard of Adonelsium. Um, I don't know whether we know that she was one of the original 16, but we kind of assume so. Um, especially with the connection with Ray's and how Hoy doesn't like both of them. If you're mentioning Aona and Sky, uh, you know, then oh, Ray Svavadin in that 2010 yeah. Way of Kings letter. Yeah. It's it's kind of putting you in some context. Yeah. Um, we know that she was at least and at one point invested in Aldane. We don't know whether that is still the case. Mm. And one of the things we're gonna talk about uh later in the in the episode is the idea of in of Shard investing in a planet and why it can be weird to talk about like it it can be weird to try to figure out whether she is still there. Yeah, um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like shards are in the spiritual realm, and so what does it mean to be here or there? It's <laughs> what does location mean in the spiritual <laughs> realm? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's a bit of a can of worms. Yeah. Um, we know that uh, at some point in the history of the planet, Bavadin or Tommy adopted a policy of isolationism yep. uh, on Taldane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that happened sometime either during or after she left the planet. And so it's difficult for her, it's difficult for Chris to get back and to send agents and to like continue her research into, uh, into Romatics because... Uh, either Baden is sitting on the planet and not letting anyone back in, or has some measures in place that prevent that from happening. Yep. Um, and and this is this is very much in line with uh, what we presume the intent of autonomy means, right? Uh, to be autonomous, to be independent, to be alone, things like that. Yep. 
we have this very cool thing about Bavadin in that <laughs> she has entire pantheons uh, <laughs> where all of the gods in that pantheon are actually her. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Wait. that it doesn't really make sense to refer to Bavadin as male or female because there's so many different possibilities. Hmm. Normally, when you have a story like when we have it in the Stormlight Archive, where they're like, three once ruled, but now the Broken One reigns, you're like, oh, those three are three different gods. But as soon as Bavadin gets involved, it can be like, oh, those 20 gods, and every one of those gods is Bavadin. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Does anyone else almost get like Kelsier vibes from Bavadin with the whole Hoy doesn't like her creating religions? It's just a thing I thought of. <laughs> I feel like they'd get on swimmingly if they ever met. That's terrifying. He might not immediately punch her. Huh. Kelsier does like freedom. Mm. No, I don't yeah. have an immediate way this, of disagreeing with this. This is way. kind of actually a really scary thought, actually, <laughs> given, given what we'll talk about with Trell. But we, we have this idea that Bavadan has been splitting themselves into different yeah maybe there is this idea in a word of avatar that we got in the oathbringer letter which suggests that autonomy is extremely strange this is the second uh letter in oathbringer and it is by far the weirdest one we Mm. have seen so there's some idea of making new uh avatars <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say personas because uh that yeah. letter specifically talks about uh a new a new avatar of our being is beginning to manifest there so it seems to be like these avatars are still connected yeah. Capital C, probably. Uh, <laughs> presumably. I mean, yeah. But they wouldn't. But there is some difference. Like, that letter always talks about we together, hmm. uh, our domains. Do we just want to read that? You know, we should just read that. So, I'm going to read us, I'm going to read the, the second letter in Oathbringer from one of. Autonomy's avatars. And we do have confirmation that it is autonomy, by the way. I I got that, so, yeah. Uh, Sophandrius, bearer of the first dragon... Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Really, Ben? Out of all the words, you trip on jam? Right. Let's try this. <laughs> My goggle already red. <laughs> right, okay. Let's try this again. Uh, should this be an outtake or should this be in the actual episode? I, I don't even know if I want to make a cut on this. Like, this this is this is quality entertainment here. I'm quite happy for this to be an outtake. <laughs> I'm sure you would be. Okay, right. Sophandrius, bearer of the first gem. You must know better than to approach us by relying upon presumption of past relationship. You have spoken to one who cannot respond. We, instead, will take your communication to us, though we know not how you located us upon this world. 
We are intrigued, for we thought it well hidden, insignificant among our many realms. As the waves of the sea must continue surge, so must our will continue resolute, alone. Did you, spe- did you expect anything else from us? We need not suffer the interference of another. Raze is contained, and we care not for his prison. Indeed, we admire his initiative. Perhaps if you had approached the correct one of us with your plea, it would have found favorable audience. But we stand in the sea, pleased with our domains. Leave us alone. We also instruct that you should not return to Obradai. We have claimed that world, and a new avatar of our being is beginning to manifest there. She is young yet, and as precaution, she will be instilled with an intense and overpowering dislike of you. This is all we will say in this time. If you wish, see, if you wish more, seek these waters in person and overcome the tests we have created. Only in this will you earn our respect. God, Oathbringer <laughs> letters are like the most hype thing. Uh, I, every Stormlight book, I'm like, oh man, what are we gonna get? And we got three shards. Oh. Oh. <laughs> every time reading all these, so good. So, I do wonder if if Trend is going to continue in like Stormlight Four and beyond, where it's just Hoyt communicating with with people around the around the Cosmere. Yeah, I oh, yeah. I mean, I always again? think that it's that f- book four is going to be Hoyt again, and then book five is going to be Frost again. And so you needed you needed th- book three to be a weird one because you, five's not divisible by two. Yeah, I could see that. Anyway, this All one right. is crazy here. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's recap the points. Uh, Hoyd has sent the letter to one who cannot who cannot respond, one avatar presumably. Yep. And another one of either either another avatar or Atar or Bavadin herself, as we instead will take this communication to us. It's it's I I don't think it's proper to say that any one of these is not Bavadin. <laughs> like that's the weird thing. Like I think they're all well, kind of Bavadin, and it's just kind of weird. I think I think they're all kind of autonomy. Mm. Yeah, it, I think Bavadin is. Bavadin. I don't know if I agree because, like, with we, it's like. I always got the impression that Bavadin is splitting herself and like putting different aspects of herself into different things. And it's, it's all mm. like flavors. Like you are made up of different things. And if you like accentuated one part of yourself, that, that would be like a different flavor of what you are. And so Bavadin's been like doing that and like imbuing investiture with like a specific facet. I don't know. It, hmm. It's it's weird. We we really don't know how this works at all. But I just yeah. think, no. like we instead will take your communication to us. Uh I don't know. I think these are all referring to Bavadin, but it's it's that Bavadin is weird and maybe is doing See, something to herself. I think that the writer of this letter was is an avatar. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't even know if a. Bavadin still exists. Right, that's that's like, the thing. I don't think yeah. there is maybe a original Bavadin anymore. Like there could just yeah. be like these a bunch of these avatars and those avatars are making other avatars and they're all like connecting mm. into this hive mind that can somewhat communicate. Mm. 
I see where you are going with this, but I don't know if I agree. What do you think, Grace? So I have an idea, sort of taking that. The you have spoken to one who cannot respond. That combined with the relying on presumption of past relationships almost makes me wonder if the one who cannot respond is kind of that original personality of Bavadin. Ooh, that is Ooh, that interesting. Ooh, I like that. That and is like, very interesting. Hoyd's like hunting the 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 first one, and like that one's broken mm. or something, yeah. and now it's like, this new. Hoyd is hunting this person that he knew, and this avatar yeah. is coming in and saying that person mm. no longer exists. We are going to take the communication that you tried Whoa. to send. To I okay. really like that. That's I like that. Because when you first said that, I was thinking, oh, because maybe Bavadin's still on like Taldane and the whole isolationist thing. So, like, they cannot respond because they're like not, they're like stonewall against the world. But maybe sure. they just yeah, don't exist. Yeah. A, my interpretation of, of one cannot respond has always been that this is a very like nascent, very young avatar. But combined with the line, um, you must know better than to approach us by relying upon presumptions of past relationship. Does seem older than newer, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, and Grace, so that is, it's either that, I think, or just for the sake of completeness, it's if avatars can be or were already existing beings that autonomy somehow co-ops not corrupts but co-ops yeah hoyd was trying to address somebody who was then co-opted by autonomy and okay, that yeah. somebody is no longer there yeah. um, i i like that as well because we really don't know if these these beings are co-opted highly invested things that are Autonomy's dumping a bunch of investiture into a thing that already exists, or if hmm. autonomy is like breaking something apart. The mechanics of this are very weird. So I, yeah. I think that's possible yeah. as well. Grace, I do really like your idea that uh, Hoyd's going after like, hey, remember me, Bavadin? And I personally think Bavadin is just not in the same form that she was before. That like the yeah. like she's remade herself into something new. This uh, hive mindy thing, and there is no single Bavadin anymore. I I could see that happening. Yeah, I would be a little upset if we never got to see like the Bavadin, but maybe that's what Dragon Steel was for. Well, yeah. well, we'll we'll talk about Taldane specifically, but we have no idea when these like avatars and things started forming, right? Like mm. we we don't we don't yeah. know what the status of Bavadin and autonomy is at any given point in time, right? White Sands early, uh, yeah. So the earliest, yeah, probably. Uh, well, aside from Dragon Steel, right? So we 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 don't know, but there hmm. there is a lot of interesting things that does sort of uh, evoke autonomy's intent. So must our will continue resolute alone. So I would guess that autonomy, uh does not like interference likes yeah, which makes their sense. own thing uh, we not we need not suffer the interference of another uh 
does make sense with the intent autonomy doesn't really like that uh of yeah. other shards messing around it's it's a combination of like i think there's there's a combination of things there there's not only that but there's also i think she might really believe in that whole the shards had an agreement the, the to agreement kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah to yeah go on their own way yep um speaking of that autonomy intent so just circling back onto the co-opting of large chunks of investiture and worlds the reason we think there's, think there's a possibility that avatars aren't just something newly created there's something co-opted is uh Padgy is a is one of these avatars but apparently Padgy existed the entity existed before autonomy showed up so it's kind of this weird what is is an avatar she turns up she dumps a load of investiture on something that already exists it becomes an avatar, or she comes in, lays a investiture egg that grows into okay, an avatar. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's because then the whole getting something that's kind of already exists and then kind of almost shackling it to your intent doesn't seem very autonomous. But there is it's a weird that that's a weird one to me. Yeah. I guess. That's I guess. A- you could, this touches on a very long and very interesting and very complicated word of Brandon. Um, oh, the big one. The really, really <laughs> long Reddit thread. It's still, it's still, yeah, it, it's, it's two big ones. Uh, one of them is the original uh, London signing where Brandon's like, uh, yeah, Padgy's a shard. <laughs> <laughs> out, of, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, then, it was so out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and then the follow-up on Reddit where People try to understand what on earth he meant this is, by that. This is from and our original it. Patchy episode, Ben, where I remember it was just the two of us, and Brandon was <laughs> making this. He was posting this as we were doing that episode, oh, yeah, and we yeah, recorded yeah, yeah. Uh, another one, and that episode was <laughs> way too long. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was... Oh, I remember that. It was a good crazy. day. Um, that was a good day. <laughs> I'm looking at this and I'm disagreeing that necessarily the Pachi being existed prior. I don't know if yes. that's... I don't think that that is accurate it's with weird. what Brandon says. It's, it's weird is pretty much the only thing we can agree on. Yeah. It is weird, like, yes. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying for certain that Pachi definitely existed before. Tommy you said. just... You, you said it in a very authoritative <laughs> manner. Because he, he said show. the entity of Padgy existed, but we don't know what that means. So I'm like, does just that mean there's like a, I don't know what the cognitive realm on uh, Shadows of Self, not Shadows of Self, Shadows in Forest of Self, that one. I don't know. What the, whatever the cognitive realm. Forest of Hell. That's the one. Whatever the or, planet or that is. Threnody. That's the one. Threnody. I don't know what the cognitive realm of Threnody looks like, but let's pretend it's beads. I don't know if the entity of Padgett existed meant there's just like a bead with the island on it. And yeah, because everything existed. Exactly. That's a different planet. I know. I'm just using it as an example. But like... Oh, wait, yeah, that is a different planet, isn't it? <laughs> that's not even the right planet. <laughs> you want first of the sun. That's the one. Um, so yeah, look... Patchy's really hard, guys. How have I had five hours of sleep and uh, you're the crazy one on this? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with me right now. <laughs> My brain is just not up to standard. Um, <sighs> I think let's wait on Patchy a bit. 
Let, let's do the very quick synopsis in that uh, Pachi is a being and autonomy is involved and not another shard. How about that? That is accurate. Because Brandon's like, don't look for another shard for origins of this. So let's let's leave it at that and that there that is an avatar as as best as we know. So we'll we'll keep it there very briefly. I th- do we do we have anything else about uh on, on the letter that we that we want to talk about? Because there there really is so much we can discuss on the letter. There is, we could be here all day. We uh, literally could be here all day talking about the letter, yeah. <laughs> Uh, probably not terribly relevant stuff. Like we can talk about Opera Die, but I don't think that's that matters yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how about we talk about something slightly simpler, and we just talk about Teldane, okay? And nice and easy peasy. If you don't remember what Teldane is, because uh, ultimately, probably not many people have read the graphic novels. Teldane is a planet <laughs> that is a binary star system and Taldane is uh, tidally locked and so there's one side that's permanently daytime which is called dayside and then there's a a smaller star that has a particulate ring around it uh, that just gives a lot less light and so that side is dark side Uh, it's not permanently daytime there uh, but tidally locked onto both and don't think about that too much Fine. Anytime, any astrophysicists out there, just put magic in there, and it works. It's fine. Well, I mean, <laughs> the 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 three the the two stars in the planet they just move together. They're just just all one. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I seem to recall something about the smaller star emitting large amounts of UV radiation. Is that a fact, or is that something somebody said at some point? Uh, I, I believe see- that's why there's. Just the, all the plants on the dark side are black and not dead, uh, so that they can the the because that the black absorbs more of the infrared radiation. I seem to recall this UV? too, but I don't know Something where. Like so I if, also remember this. So if we all think that we remember it, I think that means we're not going insane. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna yeah. go with. I don't think any time that we've all remembered a thing that we've actually been wrong, <laughs> but. What happens on day side, at least, which was the side we've seen, is that the sun itself uh, invests the sand. Probably. <laughs> Regardless, the, the sunlight <laughs> provides investiture of in some variety that... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, charges the, the sun. The reason we are we are mostly confident in this is because there is a word Brandon that somebody asks, "Hey, if I'm on a different planet, but I can still see the bigger one of Taldane's stars, do I still get the investiture?" And Brandon confirms that yes. And so, it's most it's it's probably not something weird with the star and the atmosphere and. The air, it's it's probably just the star emitting. Right, yeah, 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 right. There was a word of Brandon that uh Bavadin was like in the sky or something. Which isn't she in the star? Is the star? 
Not oh. confirmed. Okay, okay. But considering that the starlight appears to be what carries the investiture, that's reasonable. Hmm. Um, um, but but also like we could be looking at a permanent permanent perpendicularity inside like the core of the star, right? You can have some kind of delivery vehicle that way. Yeah. So it's it's uncertain. Uh, yeah, it's ultraviolet light that shines through the helo ring. I just read this on. It's, it's in the Arcanum Mountain essay. I thought it would be. Oh, okay. And there's a wob that the plants feed on UV. Okay, great, 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 great. Cool. It was in the essay. It wasn't a wob. <laughs> great. Oh, and then it's on the. Then it's technically it's a lichen that's on the on the that grows on the sand, uh, that absorbs the investiture. Yep. Yep. Giving water this tiny plants. Yeah. So the the one that. What I'm thinking of, uh, Brandon says, ah, the, he says that the shard is the, the sand lord, and, but the shard actually kind of resides in the atmosphere and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. Excellent. And I mean, there is, and then he goes on to say that, uh, we brought out the shard a bit more in the graphic novels, which we do because there are cloud faces in white sand, and that is meant to be autonomy stuff, I guess. I guess. Um, the way I can see this working is if Tildane is a planet where we both have, like, it is both kind of the primary residence for autonomy, at least at the time, which explains the shard is in the atmosphere type of thing, and also has an avatar, at least one, in the form of the Sand Lord. And mm. so the right. Sand Lord is the shard in the same way that Padgy is the shard, right? Mm. Right. But it's also a separate entity, even if they are deeply, deeply connected. Mm. I mean, I, I could only assume that there are persona... Like, if there's entire pantheons, right? Like, where could the pantheons be? <laughs> I mean, there's one on the first of the sun. Well, <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> So, I have a few Taldane questions for y'all. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> how late do we think White Sand is in the timeline? In other words, how much of Taldane weirdness is autonomy or Adenalcium? That's what I'm getting at. Ooh. What do you mean by weirdness? Because there's multiple weird uh, things. About well, we referred to the Taldane. astrophysics being weird. So, yeah. like, how much influence did Bavadin do there? Or how much, like, did she invest the star? How did that work? Like, is that in... Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, yeah. I think... I do. It's very difficult because... It's really hard. It's really difficult because I kind of want to say the astrophysics stuff was... Adenalsium. <laughs> <laughs> Almost had it. You almost had it. I think the I say so. I think the astrophysics stuff was Adenalsium because it wouldn't be the first time he's done some weird astrophysics stuff. Roshar, <laughs> Roshar, yeah, mental um, by design. So, by, by design, design. <laughs> Adenalsium so, was Adenalsium was playing Solar System Simulator. Yeah. Really liked the number of ten that day. Yeah. 
Um, by the way, as someone who's like tried to recreate the Rosharan system in Universe Simulator, it's a nightmare. It is an absolute. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Why does it uh, work? No, it doesn't. There's too much gravity. Because ten gas, gas giants, and also the planets are really close together, and the moons are mental. It's like the three interior planets are way too close together to be stable with ten gas giants. The, the, the moons are just irrelevant. I mean, how much themselves. do you think that the star system maps are relative distance accurate? They have to be. They have to be livable. Ashen has to be livable. So Hill oh, it has true. to be in the Goldilocks zone. Rosha has to be in the Goldilocks zone, and then Braze needs to be a little bit out of the Goldilocks. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty. Cool. <laughs> Fine, I'll accept that. Yeah. Like the gas giants don't need to be close, at least. But anyway, yes, yeah, yeah. anyway, anyway, we're back to Tel Aviv. So I think the astrophysics stuff might have been at Adonazia. Um but then I think all of the sand stuff and the faces in the sky—that's all autonomy. That's all Babadin. She came in. She was like. So that I'm gonna, investiture, I'm these guys. the light yeah. being invested, that's uh, yeah. autonomy. I think that's autonomy. I can accept that. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I, I think I don't. I don't have. One. I don't have particularly strong feelings about that distinction. Hmm. I, I one of our YouTube comments upon us talking about autonomy light had had a great comment on what to call that auto light. Easy. Done. <laughs> done. So I wanted to bring that up. Uh, cool. <laughs> so do you think autonomy... It's just so weird. Why am I like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to invest the star. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why? It's, this doesn't seem an efficient thing. use of your power at all. It's like, it's like, I'm going to go hide. Where should I hide, which is really hard to get to? I'm not going to like hide on a planet. Planets are pretty easy to get to. Why just hide on a star? Who's going to come to a star? Like, you know, it's a pretty good hiding place if you're going to hide anywhere. I am not going to try to ascribe motive to autonomy, like early autonomy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't know enough about their motivations at that time. Uh, they mm. could have been trying to hide in the star. They could have thought that it's a good idea to use light as a delivery system for investiture in a in a kind of like equal way, as long as you're not on the dark side. Um, they could have liked the idea. They could have liked the um the 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 added stability of the star when compared to a planet, because anything can happen to the planet, but the star is relatively safe unless a wandering black hole shows up or something. I was just um, thinking this point. It's like it's like when you're autonomy. What's more autonomous than a star? No one's going to tell a star what to do. It's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> In, what's more autonomous and alone? In the ga- uh, in the galaxy, than a star system with two stars, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, do we think? So, going off with what we said before. So we think that there is some autonomy, and the Sand Lord is an avatar. So we think that there that is an avatar at this stage. I am leaning in that direction. 
Okay. I'm not convinced, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Sandlord was like autonomy, Bavadan, experimenting with what would eventually become okay. the Avatar yeah, thing okay. that she's doing nowadays. Yeah, I think I think the Sandlord is an Avatar. I mean, I think that with Avatars, you're not going to figure out how to do it overnight, and there were early experimentations. There would have to be, sh- mm. surely. Yeah. This is... This seems like a very specific shardic construct that a shard would really need to practice and get very good at the power in doing, right? Yeah, and I I can see the Sandlord being one of those early experimentations. I mean, I don't necessarily think it makes the Sandlord less of an avatar, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like at that stage, it's like, how do you define what is an avatar? Yeah, <laughs> it could be one of those things where even even at this point in the cosmos, like the modern day, avatar is still a bit not really well defined. Like slither, sliver, slither. Or... Yes, a slither. <laughs> yes, good old, good old uh, yes, the slithers of Adenalcium. <laughs> and those are like Apache, actually. The slithers of Adenalcium. <laughs> Cool. Here is an interesting segment from from that long, long word of Brandon that we're going to get to eventually. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So this is the long um, word of Brandon on Reddit that was referring to Patchy and autonomy. And everything, really. And everything. Um, uh, at, at the very end, Brandon says, because I was asking something about, hey, how how much are you willing to talk about autonomy? Should we even bother asking you? And and he says, let's at least let White Sand finish first. Uh, take a note, listeners. It's finished, so we can bother. Bl- oh, this Blandon. so this isn't this isn't the big long one. It, it is. It's just the very end. Oh, okay. No, no, not that one. Now, okay. <laughs> That's two. Another, That's two. another Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. This is this is a different Reddit word of Brandon that was very long that we learned about yeah, the Bobadin yeah, yeah, personas yeah. in the yeah. first place. Um, so let's at least let White Sand finish first. You will find her in there, though her touch on the story directly is light. Light, you see. Ah, right? get it, it's a pun. Ah, ah. <laughs> she prefers to allow her personas to become the focus of attention. Okay, that's uh, interesting. That is interesting, and it's also to an extent, an argument that it is the, so the Sandlord is a persona of autonomy. Um, yeah. And if we kind of equate personas with avatars, even though they, they might not be a perfect overlap, then we have that. And then, like, autonomy herself, Bavadin herself, is like in the atmosphere observing with the cloud faces, I guess. Yes, I guess. And then this kind of goes against our idea earlier that, like, Bavadin, that they're all kind of Bavadin, and she's kind of. It it could (sighs) be weird once there's more planets involved. Like, if if Bavadin went to Taldane first and experimented, maybe you have more control over things. But if you're a shard and you invest on a planet, that gets difficult to move off that planet. And so that. There could be some costs to what Bavadin's doing if she tries to do that across other systems and stuff. There's one other Taldane thing that we got to talk about, I think, before we oh, yeah. like talk about Patchy, maybe. Uh, and that's Trell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take, take a drink, Evgeny. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> so friends, listeners. There is just a random dude in White Sand Volume 2, a craftsman named Trell. And why is this important? Because Trell is a huge deal in Mistborn Era 2 and is and Trell is a mythological figure of classical Skadrial of the classical <laughs> era of Skadrial. How you how that works is weird, but it occurs to me that how, how, can can I just read Sezed talking about uh, Trelagism really quick? So Sezed's blabbing, and he says it's called Trelagism after the god Trell. Trell was worshipped worshipped by a group known as the Nelazon, a people who lived far to the north. In their land, the day and night cycle was very odd. During some months of the year, it was dark most of the day. During the summer, however, it only grew dark for a few hours at a time. The Nelzen believed that there was beauty in darkness and that the daylight was more profane. They saw the stars as a thousand eyes of Trell watching them. The sun was the single jealous eye of Trell's brother, Nalt. Since Nalt only had one eye, he made it blaze brightly to outshine uh, his brother. The Nelazon, however, were not impressed and preferred to worship the quiet Trell who watched over them even when Nalt obscured the sky. Uh, and the Nelzon mapped out the entire night sky, which is how Sezed could replace where Skadrill was correctly. But just reading the part was like, the day and night cycle were very <laughs> odd. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well, so, <laughs> in all fairness... This is Cadriel. The final empire was like way up north. If you go even further north, you're going in like North Pole region. Yeah. And so yeah. you would expect a weird date night cycle. Yeah. But it is interesting. It's that just there's a parallel here. It well, <laughs> it's interesting for several reasons because we don't really know how old any of the classical Skadrian religions are, because Skadrial was created. It was not like many other places. Skadrial's the outlier that the shards literally created the entire place. So, presumably Taldane autonomy went there, maybe there were people. And like Roshar, there were beings there, right? Uh, Not people on Roshar specifically. But, you know, how there's this religion that refers to Trell in Presumably, the craftsman Trell existed first, <clears throat> right? Yeah. In the yeah. timeline. I mean, it's hard to Probably. say when Skadriel was created, but that's I'm, really yeah. weird. It's, it's very weird, but I'm with you. I believe that White Sand with Trell happened before Skadriel with Trell happened. I mean, the, the timeline's weird because you get a thousand years of Lord Ruler, and then mm-hmm. who knows how much time happened from Skadriel's creation to uh, Alendi's time, but the well mm. was used multiple times, uh, yeah. so yeah. you have to have a few cycles of it. At least a few thousand years. So, yeah. uh, really hard to say properly, but... All I know is there's a dude named Trell that was in the prose that Brandon's like, you know what? In the graphic novel where we're making the shard more obvious, 
and Era 2 has already come out, you know what? I'm still going to have that dude named Trell. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's super weird. It is. I think that maybe some group of Taldani people, maybe the craftsman Trell himself, I don't know. <laughs> I think the Nelazon and the story Sezed is telling is a warped representation of Taldane itself. And so they're like, oh, well, oh, the day and night cycle was odd, but then that just got warped as that got passed down through the generations and thousands of years not being on Taldane anymore. It's like, oh, they were they were in the North Pole. That That's the only thing that makes sense, right? But it yeah. was actually... It, it, could be, it could be there's two things smushed together. It could be a combination of... Yeah, sure, sure. Myths from Taldane and also they lived in a polar region, so... You know, Absolutely. Like- Religions, you know, mer- merge together and take things from other things all the time. <laughs> Easter. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. so you think the Nelazon religion was created in part by world hoppers from Taldane? Some part of that mythology, I think, did come from Taldane, specifically, yeah. There is also uh, in White Sand, there's a bit where Kenton talks about the Kirin, the, the Kirtzian yeah, yeah. Religion, the Sand Lord religion. Yes. Um, and he says that Kurtzians believe that the sand is the Sand Lord's body and the sun is his eye. And then oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is which is mighty suspicious, considering the thousand eyes of Trell and, and the, the single, single bright burning yeah, eye it, of Nalt. It really. I really believe that that very much could be referring to Taldane. And, like, Brandon knows we're not dumb. And, like, in Elantris, he had a mural of Shadesmar in it. <laughs> That's just a thing. Brandon wrote White Sand before, and he could be like, ha-ha, the Nelazon. He already wrote White Sand, the, the rewrite, with Trell there. I don't know why it's a craftsman, but he had that place written. It's, it's, like, it's on purpose. It's not a inconsequential detail. He no, I in. don't think that's an inconsequential <laughs> yeah. detail. Yeah. I'm, if go ahead, I, I I think that it's probably related to Taldane, but why Trell? Why this random well, craftsman? I, guy? Well, that I don't. I haven't figured that part out, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's what's throwing me off. If, if it was only and, and there's also the, the dual star thing, right? So on Taldane you have the bright star and the, the, the dark star effectively. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. on in Trellogism, you have the thousand eyes of Trell, which are kind of dim, like they're the stars, and so the darkness and then the single bright burning eye. And so if we didn't have this many parallels, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Maybe I could have, I could have, because, because like the the shash thing, right? There's a shash letter in Warbreaker. There's a shash um, a glyph on on Roshar, and that's a coincidence. There's it's an Ati Aeon. There's Ati the person. Yeah. Those are not related. Yeah. Sometimes there are coincidences in the Cosmere. It's fine, but when there are so many, <laughs> and not only so many, but there's just this. Mysterious a force attacking Skadriel 
Uh, <laughs> like, so there's this whole other aspect. This would be strange enough if we didn't have Era 2, I would say. Right? Yeah. And be like, oh, that's kind of weird. But the fact that we're talking about Trail is because obviously when you read Era 2, Trail matters a lot. And it's not Trailism anymore. It's Trailism. And... Did I, did I say Trailism or have we adopted that? As... No, they say Trailism. I think... Okay. I'm pretty... I'm fairly certain they say Trailism. Uh, they they certainly never use Trailism. Uh, mm. Yes. There. But... So what what's happening in Era Two? Well, okay. first of all, they do say that there's tons of weird things with Miles. There's Palm, who had a hemallergic spike from something that Seized does not know about. So like that kind of indicates some other shard. And and I think we actually know that it's a shard that we have like, seen. It, we know of. Yeah, it's, it's a shard that we have seen. So we know that it's a shard, and we know that we are aware of that shard. So it's not like one of the that. other shards that we've never heard of. So yeah. then, in Bands of Mourning, we get this vision where Vax was dead, and there's just like this red mist attacking Skadriel, and I think that's more metaphorical, but basically Harmony is spending most of his effort dealing with that and the stuff that's happening on a wide scale. And it's kind of a big deal. And given that Trell is related to the set, and the set have these weird faceless immortals that... Red eyes. That have red eyes and red mist. And it's really weird and suspicious that it's of Trell. And... Mm -hmm. And if you think about avatars, you're like, what if Trell's just an avatar of uh, autonomy? And then you're like, yeah, that seems pretty good. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, it is worth mentioning yes. that red doesn't automatically mean autonomy. It doesn't automatically mean odium. No, it doesn't. Um, trail, trail, not trail. Red <laughs> as, you know, as a color. You know, the color trail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pushing our agenda here, but <laughs> the color trail. Uh, um, the color red in the Cosmere is often associated with corruption yes. uh, of one of one sort or another. Yep. And we see this a lot in Stormlight, uh, which is why a lot of people, I think, uh, go to Odium when when we see red things, especially with the fused, especially with the Everstorm, right? Gliss. Yeah, I mean the um, thrill is red mist, and so that yeah. is yeah. there. There is uh, deepness but, with red. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that all redness in the and, and some redness is obviously just a coincidence, right? It's just red. Um, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean that all red in the Cosmere is is odium. And right. given yeah. the circumstantial evidence that we have on Scadrio, where uh miles was big on on the whole freedom and and liberty thing so was where palm. palm was extremely into autonomy um someone else moves the slow man uh wanted to uh, free uh, everyone the, from harmony yeah hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um which makes sense for a conjurer 
Like I can I can see why a Kundra would feel controlled by autonomy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Harmony. Harmony. It rhymes. It rhymes. It's it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like you have to be. You either have to have a different agenda, or you have to be insane if you are trying to free like regular people who were not directly influenced by the shard. Um, yeah. There is the weird army of gold and red, I believe. Yeah, we don't know. We know uh, nothing yeah. about that. Um, Fun. Which, unless that's referring to Navani and her gold and red wedding dress, um, <laughs> we don't know much about. Isn't there a high prince? Uh, it is. Whose colors gold and red as well? There is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all it red is, is all odium. All red <laughs> ever. I will. I will say. I will say. Uh, it is really interesting that. If we accept that red could be autonomy, uh, it is now well established that gold is often odium. Oh, God. And so we might be looking at some form of alliance between odium and autonomy, assuming they both survive book five. And and Hoyt has a grudge against both of them. I think that's been a pretty common theory that they are working together in some respect. Or at least have worked together in or the have, past. have worked. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... And we know... Ooh. Go ahead. And we know Odium had help with his murdering. So he needed... Uh, we don't know that. I believe it's in the one of the wobs. No, the, wa- the wob in there is... Hey, it's it's mighty suspicious that... Odium managed to uh, to defeat two shards this one time, and also managed to kill this one other shard while his maybe wife was in the same planet system, pre- presumably like watching over. And so, Brandon noted that it's normally difficult to like. It is it is unwise to go one on one against another shard unless you know you have an advantage of some sort. Yeah. There is also the the one that I was referring to was did Bavadin in any way oh, help Odium splinter Dominion and Devotion? And Brandon went, uh, and then Moradin997 says in any way, and Brandon said, Yes, you could say that. Everything's connected in the spiritual realm. Exactly. (laughs) In any way is... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's it's worth keeping something like that on the radar, but it doesn't mean anything beyond that, I I would say. Here's the thing that's weird. Like, the whole letter with uh, autonomy does not like interference. And so Mm. that makes things... It's not as clear as, oh yeah, these two shards are teaming up. Because Odium also wants to be the only shard left. So any sort of alliance is probably not just them teaming up and being besties wrecking things. Like, that's not what's happening. Well, Odium, in Brandon's words, wants to be top dog. I don't think that means he needs to be the only one. No, he, he, well, he, he told me long ago that he wants to be the only oh. shard left so it, it's also that he wants to be the top dog he wants to be the the ruler of the cosmere and his he's going about yes. that by destroying all the other shards odium's playing highlander and everyone yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah right exactly so th- there's multiple times where he's he said this but uh 
I've always thought that if Odium were going to team up with a shard, it would make sense that he would choose someone who is willingly kind of splitting herself up already. Yeah. <laughs> like I think, themselves. Hey, hey guys. Uh, I'll let you finish, Grace. I have a great theory. <laughs> I I I think that he probably thinks autonomy is not a threat to him because of that. I I would not necessarily agree that if he is making that assumption, it is a good one. But I mm. think that might be I think he might be viewing her as a less of a threat because of it, and I don't think necessarily he should be. Yeah. Maybe the splitting makes it very hard for autonomy to do a direct con- confrontation, which yeah. does beg to beg the question of why autonomy's like, yeah, the place with a per- a vessel with two shards. I'm going after them. Like, <laughs> it does seem a little suspicious because Odium would probably not want to do that. But are are you guys ready for for an amazing thought, Evgeny? Sure. Do you know where I'm going with this? Uh, no, but I know it's nowhere good. <laughs> Three of 16 ruled, but now the broken one reigns. Autonomy. Boom. Broken one. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All shards have invested on Roshar. <laughs> Technically. The cursed wob. The cursed wob, <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't know what the broken one means, but, I mean, autonomy, like, uh, I don't know. We're pretty sure broken one means uh, Odium. Yeah, but we don't know what that means in the context of what Odium has done, but like that is purely ignorance on our part, right? Raze's last name was broken. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, race, not Mraze? I said race. Oh, I heard Mraze, but... (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) Mraze is Raze. Easy. Uh, um, let's let's steer back onto onto Skadriel. Yeah, yeah. See if, if yeah, there's right. anything else we Skadriel. need to talk about. Yeah. So there there is a there's a compelling argument I think to be made that if there is a shard meddling there, which I, I think we can agree that that yeah. yeah. Um. And if that's a shard that we know of, given the unknown metal spikes and yep. the fact that this is a known shard and so if, if we say well the 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 met, the shard from whose essence these spikes are created is also probably the one that's meddling like otherwise See, it's, it's a weird case, double right? switcheroo yeah. yeah um then we are really limited to to autonomy and um and odium and given all the other circumstantial evidence, I think autonomy makes a lot more sense. And uh, also, with Miles, with Bleeder, um, there is passion, but like the autonomy stuff, I think if you read closely, is more obvious. Also, I don't think Odium could directly go in that fight. Like maybe Odium helped Bavadin in some way. Maybe. I mean. Un- unless Stormlight 5 literally ends up with Odium free. I am free! Ha! <laughs> uh, Turns out the Well of Ascension foreshadowed Stormlight 5. <laughs> the Hero of Ages. Ha There's a lot of difficulties with that being Odium. And there are other weirdness with autonomy. But I'm very happy to say autonomy is... 
deeply related to Trell, and that is an avatar. I think that's pretty solid to me. I think this is very compelling, yeah. I so, agree, yeah. So here's my question. We have known that in era one, oh, ye old wobs, ye old with an E, that's hmm. like, oh yeah, there's only two shards on Skadriel, right? And no splinters on Skadriel in era one. Now, what an avatar means in the context of sliver versus splinter, no clue. We have no idea. These words are losing more meaning as time goes along anyway. Uh, but it is weird if autonomy had no effect on Skadriel. There's this mythological religion, but then this avatar came in later. Uh, that has never been a huge issue for me. Uh, in my head, it is completely possible that the ancient followers of Trilogism just had a, a maybe maybe their religion was founded on uh, a long lost ancient like pieces of knowledge coming from Taldane or sure. about Taldane. Sure, sure, sure. Um, that that have no real like realmatic uh founding as far as schedule is concerned sure and right. so centuries later um and 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 this again refers to the long rutted wob that we may or may not get to eventually um centuries later autonomy essentially searches or scans the cosmere for concentrations of autonomous investiture um because as I at least understand these things, while the shards themselves are infinite and they're all connected in the spiritual realm right. and they're all like one, the vessel is not. And so if a vessel, let's say, stationed in Taldane wants to make use of, of compatible investiture on the other end of the Cosmere, they kind of need to either scan or like send their mind there or project or in some other way become aware of that investiture. And so that's kind of how I've been thinking about avatars, where autonomy is perhaps they have a permanent base somewhere. And that may be Taldane, it may be somewhere else at this point. And they just scan the Cosmere for chunk of autonomous investiture. And going back to schedule, maybe centuries after the Lord Ruler or in in the in the period after the final empire, but before the books in era two, um, maybe Bavadin becomes aware of this chunk that is there on Scadriel and goes, Okay, I will turn that into an avatar for whatever reasons. And in doing so, either actively shapes that avatar so that it thinks of itself as trail or something in the creation of the avatar makes an association between this this new newly formed being and the old religion maybe Careful. maybe it serves bavadin's purposes to to co-opt this ancient belief so it has a better founding. Maybe it's in like this world. capital C connected to Taldane and autonomy is connected to Taldane, and so it's just like the spiritual connection there or some crap. I don't know. Sure. 
that seems weird. I would say it's well, more intentional. Sure. Or or like autonomy has some kind of uh little spies and then she sends them to the planets like figure out what religion is the easiest for me to co-opt and they're like hey this kind of fits your mo and the spy that went to scatriel was a work <laughs> and, and he was like whoa guys there's a religion here named after me already sick <laughs> right uh, so my answer to this question mm-hmm. goes into my crazy head cap. Okay, right. oh boy. I mean, who I'm were, ready. Uh, who, who of you can remember what happens at the end of World of Ascension Prime? Oh, with Endowment? Oh. Yes. At the end of World of Ascension Prime, there isn't just one shard ghost, there's four. Yes, and one of them is Endowment. One of them is Endowment. And I think that that... So the, and the reason for that I was never explained because it's you know it's a prime no, version. No, it's, it's, not at all. It's, but I think in Brandon's head that there is a relationship between four shards that are pretty good. I'm going to say friends. Why not? I'm going to say four shards are pretty friendly with each other, and I'm going to say it's ruin, preservation, endowment, and possibly autonomy. And so all of them are kind of like friends, and they just go and pop in and visit each other every so often. You yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Rune and Preservation—they're the wop- great friends. Rune and Preservation are great friends. Like, they weren't always hateful, smashing against each other. They Look, made a planet Ruin, hashtag Ruin did nothing wrong. Ruin just <laughs> wants things to end. Ruin doesn't hate that fact. It's just an inevitable. Okay. And I've thought this for ages, and then it's been reinforced by the fact that apparently Ruin was really involved in the creation of Lightblood. So. Yeah, I I think yeah <laughs> yeah ruinous investiture was involved in a non insignificant non trivial way in in the creation of Nightblood. The words matter, Ben. <laughs> I know, but anyway, that's my head cannon, and so I wouldn't put it beyond possibilities that like Babadin just maybe just visited early schedule was like, hey, what are you guys up to? Oh, that's a really cool planet you made. Mind if I like star religion? And they're like, yeah, go on. I owe you a beer yeah, from like, like back when we were humans. Go but for the it. The interference you know? thing, though, Ben. Like, I know. Yeah, that's, 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 that's and, the wrinkle in my theory. That is, and is, I mean, they, they, the vessels could have had some sort of relationship and friendship. Like that is perfectly possible. Uh, I and I accept that, and I think that is kind of cool if there were four miss spirits. Uh, in that original draft before he changed the ending. I mm. want to briefly read the line from the Taldane system essay uh, okay. the ver- at the very end, which is autonomy's policy of isolationism in recent times, in direct contrast to her interference with other planets, I might add, has prevented travel <laughs> to and from Taldane for many, many years, a fact of which I am all too aware. Now, I wanted to bring that up just because Autonomy doesn't like interference, but I guess she likes interfering in other <laughs> crap. And that's, yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly what that sounds like, yeah. Now, yeah. my headcanon theory is that it's v- very simple that autonomy is afraid of harmony. Wouldn't you? This is a being that has two shards, and... Yep. If you like your domain, and you, you're very pleased with your domain, and you don't want other people uh, to do 
anything with that. With that that's what she likes with her in her letter, right? Mm-hmm. I can absolutely see how Harmony has a massive target on his back. And that a lot of beings in the Cosmere want to want to take a stab at. So you have an avatar and you you plop it in Skadriel right after uh Harmony's ascension because Harmony is gonna be bad at it and not notice it immediately. Whereas if you wait, yeah. that gets a lot harder. Uh so sure. but you can't put that avatar in before during the conflict of ruin and preservation because those holders are are going to know what's up. So you and kind- also you're you're probably not as concerned with ruin and preservation just doing their own thing. It does seem like an event like the end of the conflict with ruin and preservation is something that shards or shards agents would be keeping an eye on, and not just the Irie, right? Surely hmm. you would you would do that and if you're autonomy and you interfere in other planets and you you have these avatars and like i like my domains what's up i think they're you're watching skadriel i yes i don't see a need for autonomy to like create an avatar just to like i think autonomy can just watch from the spiritual realm oh yeah 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 no no i i, I think she's watching and then once the ascension occurs She's like, okay, I need I need some feet on the ground now to, to deal with that, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think before uh, Harmony's ascension. I think in the time where the world's being reborn, she also has this opportunity where society's weak as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So like okay. society's weak, the, sh- the vessel is not good with the power. Autonomy's had millennia of practicing yeah. with the power. Yeah. Make an avatar... Uh, use trail, I guess. Sure, why not? <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then the goal is to uh d- defeat Harmony. I guess. Uh, sure, I guess. Defeat, destabilize, keep contained. Although I can't keep imagine that's a long-term plan. Keep mm-hmm. distracted while yeah. my best bud Odium can deal with some other peeps, and Odium can help eventually. I, I don't know. This is like crazy town theory. I I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I I like the idea of of autonomy creating the avatar shortly after the ascension of harmony. That's the only thing that makes sense. And harmony, he's just bad with the power initially. Like he needs <laughs> he needed the guidance of all of his metal minds to to figure out where to put things. He could have figured it out eventually with the power, right? Yeah. Like that's totally possible. But at the beginning. Would he notice a subtle thing like an avatar that's kind of weird? And maybe autonomy's really good at like hiding that initially. And who knows what that means? Uh, I mean, Harmony has a hard time detecting Hoid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. I imagine another shard can can hide small parts of itself better. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't think autonomy can just show up in the system like and harmony wouldn't. No, no that's not. Um, well, I mean, he noticed eventually, but maybe it was too late once this being was being grown or something. Also, yeah. Also worth considering that harmony cannot detect 
the new metal. Yeah, right. That yeah. shows up. That and could so, be a direct metal thing, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. But it does seem like Seized's the new kid on the block, and he's being attacked by a extremely savvy opponent. And, and though he yeah. has power, he does not know how to use it very effectively. And he's very conflicted, because those are, you know, distinct forces that are, you know, pulling yeah. on him in both ways. Poor Seiz. Poor Seiz. This is going to be so cool, late Cosmere. Like, there's so many crazy <laughs> cool things when shard conflict is the forefront of, of things. We could see a direct shard of conflict on screen uh, yeah. that's more than just Vin's battle with Ruin, which yeah. was objectively very cool, but uh, yeah. also not quite the same as Odium fighting ambition across yeah. the three realms. Are, are we doing like our crazy predictions portion of the episode now? <laughs> well, we'll we'll get we to Patchy, but to. Uh, I mean, Trell's probably the main yeah. thrust of autonomy. <laughs> yep, the main thing we know that autonomy is definitely doing something. Yeah, and by definitely, I mean we s- impl- implication suggests it is autonomy, and so you know. Yeah. So sure, why not, Grace? Okay, so uh, I, I actually have a, a prediction for kind of the future of autonomy. I think these avatars are going to be a main part of sci-fi era. Okay. Okay. And basically, my thought is that okay, we have Trell on schedule now, and so Era Two, and I think we have a Wob that Trell's also going to be part of Era Three, like dealing with that. I mean, I can't imagine it just ending in Era 2. Like, we have one book, right? And, yeah. And then the Skadrians are kind of like, okay, wow, that was super dangerous. Like, our harmony was nearly killed. And that is kind of the collective memory of it. And that carries into the future. And then they leave Skadriel, and they start going out into the Cosmere, and slowly they realize oh crap, this same being has been putting these beings on other planets and no one is worried. And oh, like, and they're like, a lot of that era four is just them being like, autonomy's a threat, we know that, like no one else is taking her seriously and it's almost too late because she has some steam. You know what I, Grace, this fits with my headcanon that I don't know if it's going to be in the Cosmere, but I want an alien invasion story where the aliens are people from other planets we know and like what if the Skadrians <laughs> are attacking like dude guys there's a thing the autonomy you gotta deal with it and no one believes them so it's like well I guess we'll just come in force and deal with that yeah, I, that's, that's awesome that's cool that's awesome uh my thoughts went to to first of the sun yeah, where we have an an, an avatar of autonomy, yep. and we have space invaders, yep, <laughs> who are coming down with investiture scanning technology, mm-hmm. very close to a perpendicularity. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's a lot of coincidences. Now it should be clear that the. That the ones above are not confirmed to be Skadrians. It is a popular sure. theory, and I think Ian, if were he here, would protest. Like, 
you know, Rosharans could be in here then. Rosharans could be in Space Age, right? Like that, that many yeah. societies could be in uh, the Space Age of Roshar. Yeah, yeah, and we've talked about like Knights Radiant in space and things like that. But space but the Skadrians will one hundred percent be involved because it's gonna be the fourth era Mistborn. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I. I think it is more likely that they're Skadrians than, than not. Um, but I, I, I will acknowledge that it's not, it's not completely confirmed. But it, it plays into exactly this idea, right? Autonomy was a danger to harmony at some point. And so at some point in, in the not-so-distant future, the Skadrians are like, you know what? I was going to say two things that needed to be blipped. Um, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Thank you, you know what? Screw this. We we're gonna go out there and we're gonna find this son of a Kremlin. I guess it wouldn't be Kremlin. Uh, we're gonna find this rusty son of a bad alloy. <laughs> That's what they say <laughs> on Skadrial. We need a new Mistborn book, Brandon. We don't remember how we they will swear. <laughs> help Give us, us please. Curses. Please. <laughs> we need help. The lost metal's very um, lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and we're gonna find those avatars, and we're gonna do something about them. Um, and and I think it's a really nice interplay with space age stuff, with investiture scanning, and a confirmed avatar location. I'm into this. I like it. I. That sounds really cool. I want these societies to intermingle and conflict and the shards to conflict. I want all of these things and this would be a good way to do it. And it's also possible like if the autonomy is like a hive mindy thing, you could like have like yeah. this they could almost be like somewhat borg like. You know, you got you got to you got to take out the whole hive mind. We got we got to eradicate them. They're a plague. <laughs> On the Cosmere, and we gotta destroy them, and or something. I like it. You know, you know what'd be even cooler What's if that? Harmony is not on board with that. I mean, Ooh. that would be there. There's so many ways for these to appear, and for other societies to be like, you're like destroying a lot of stuff. That's not okay, right? Yeah. And then especially if autonomy has created pantheons and have societies worshipping these different variations of yeah. her. Yeah, and, I can't imagine yeah. autonomy is not influencing all the places that they go to and be like, yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> An avatar of us was destroyed. We need to deal with that. Is Odium involved? Who knows? <laughs> can't even surmise really? to imagine what right. the, what's like that, right? Uh, we sh should go back on, on some more factual things we know, though. Yeah, yes, yes, Evgeny. All right, all right. Is this Padgety, uh transition time? <laughs> I, I think it's time to talk about Padgy. Okay. So, as we referred to before, there was a word of Brandon that Patchy is a shard of Aiden Alcium, which Brandon was very <laughs> pleased about talking about uh, at the time, wasn't he, Ben? Um, oh, he was thrilled. Yes, and so there's a this very long Reddit thread where Brandon writes a lot, because Brandon likes typing, uh, about how, short version, things are complicated. And so let's, let's, let's read together 
on some parts of these if uh, you want the full analysis of Ben and I going through it as this literally happened. That is a Shardcast episode, actually. And you can listen to that, <laughs> us freaking out, and we'll talk about the whole thing. No Shard was in residence on First of the Sun during the events of that story. The investiture on that planet is residue, normal investiture from Aiden Alcium. Everything happening there could have could happen with or without a shard present. Indeed, I would say that no shard was ever in residence on First of the Sun. The being called Patchdy still exists and is a shard of Aiden Alcium. Shards in the past have been interested in First of the Sun and have meddled in small ways there, like they have on a lot of shard worlds. Okay. I think the very first thing I'm going to say is the end of that section is not relevant in any meaningful way. No. Shards have shards have meddled in small shard world. Great. Yeah. That doesn't tell us much. No, I agree. It's just that's just the thing that they do. Yeah. It gets difficult to talk about what investiture comes from, and he talks to a lot about the shattering and how it matters and how it didn't matter, uh, because the investiture was always there, uh, but, uh, so it's like, is this computer I'm using matter associated with Earth, the Big Bang, or such and such star? It's probably all three. And so when people ask, what shard is this investiture associated with, it gets complicated, Shards influence and tweak certain investiture, giving it a kind of spin or magnetism. But all investiture predates the shattering, and cosmic matter, energy, investiture are all one thing. Then he talks about what invested means. We generally mean the term invested to mean a shard has taken permanent residence in a location, a kind of base of operations. But at the same time, this is meaningless since distance has no meaning in the spiritual realm where most shards are. So imprisonment of a shard like ruin and odium is a crude expression, but the best we have. Autonomy never invested on First of the Sun, but even answering uh, if they create an avatar without visiting is a difficult thing to explain because even explaining how a shard travels when motion is irrelevant is difficult to manage. <laughs> it's a subject that I intend to be up for debate, discussion, and argument by in-world philosophers and arcanists. Uh, Excellent. He talks about <laughs> how sure like, for us. I'm talking <laughs> uh, the Cosmere is complicated and I intend to explore it in many books. Yeah, okay, that, that makes sense. And he says, oh, I didn't even really get into what avatars are, what Pachi was, what happened to Pachi the being, and how that relates to Pachi the island. So that's what Pachi was, Pachi the being, mm. and how it relates to Pachi the island. So those could be three distinct things. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and in summing it up, investiture on the first of the sun predates any shards fiddling with it. Shards have fiddled with it, but by the time of that story, and also that, uh, as, as we mentioned, that autonomy is the one doing that stuff. That yeah. Making Brandon say it's a shard of Vain and Alcyon. There's that final line of "Don't look any further than autonomy." Right. Yep. For yep, yep, yep. The origins of Patchy. Short version, stuff's complicated in the Cosmere, and shards are really complicated because they're really powerful and important, and uh, Brandon's going to write many stories about it, and I can't wait to learn more. An important point, I think, mm -hmm. 
is the definition of what it means to be invested yeah. um, in the context of shards. Yes. I think that's going to change the way we think about, uh, hey, where is Odium invested, for example? Yeah, um, right. Things like that. And so thinking of that as, well, this is the shards permanent residence, uh, even though that also doesn't make complete sense, right? With the spiritual realm location nonsense. Yeah. Uh, kind of. So, so if you say that a shard has taken residence on Taldane, for example, they can do things and affect things on, let's say, first of the sun. With but but by definition, they haven't taken residence there as well. You can only be invested in one place at one time for this definition of invested. Yeah. Now, what autonomy is doing with avatars may be a way to circumvent that to an extent. I think so. Yeah. If your mind or if fractions of your mind are in multiple places, in multiple planets, in multiple systems, whatever, at the same time, then maybe you can do a thing where neither one of those avatars is the the entirety of the shard in the same way that, let's say, Harmony is. Or maybe Harmony is not a great example, but the way, I guess, none of the Skadrian shards work. (laughs) Um, I'd say it, the, the way the way endowment is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Got to do a simple one. <laughs> I'm sure we'll find that endowment but, is not simple at all. Uh, I mean, splinters, divine breaths, whatever. I mean, whatever. being a dragon's pretty what's going on with all three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gets complicated anyway. <laughs> um, but but maybe what you can do is you can have these these points of influence throughout the Cosmere. And at any point of time, any one of these avatars can have access to the entirety of the shard's power. But that means that none of the others have access to that at the same time. Hmm. Um, and so it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of this game of ball, right? Where, yes, you have control over vast areas of the Cosmere, but only one area at a time. Okay. Hmm. I somewhat agree. I see what you're saying. I, I imagine like you're spreading idea. yourself thin with your investiture, and maybe you can like borrow some investiture from others. What does that mean? I mean, I guess if most shards are in the spiritual realm, it shouldn't matter. Like you don't need to like hmm. transport the investiture, right? So I, I kind of see yeah. what you're saying there, but. Very quickly, you keep saying most of most shards are in the spiritual realm. It's most of the shard is in the spiritual realm. Uh, well, both. Unless, I mean, all of the shards mostly in the spiritual realm, except for the dead ones there in the cognitive. You know. Well, I mean, unless you Brandon says shards. Brandon Speds, no meaning on the spiritual realm where most shards are. So that I'm using the language that's okay, right okay, here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, that's, that's not how I interpreted that sentence, but that that's what it says <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Uh as opposed to devotion and dominion, which is in the cognitive realm. I mean, yeah. yes, shards pierce all three realms, so like 
location even there is not a, an effective means of talking about these things that are so powerful mm. that span all, all all of these things. You're right. But uh, I, I, I will take issue that, yes, my <laughs> terminology, I'm mimicking what Brandon said here. Good, sir. I just think anytime you start talking about shards moving around or doing things yeah. elsewhere, you automatically are leaving the spiritual realm behind and you're saying, we're going to be talking about the vessel and the mind. Yeah. It does seem like autonomy is getting out of the restrictions of investing on a planet because you don't get to, like... I don't want to get on a big can of worms, but I don't think these avatars can create an invested art, let's say. Right? You couldn't have an invested art uh, like Allomancy or Surge Binding or... Not something as powerful even, as Allomancy. Or even something uh, as Sand Mastery. Like, I don't think you just have enough investiture because I think generally those invested arts, when you're taking a permanent residence, you're kind of permeating that planet with your stuff yeah uh and that allows that to occur and so i don't think that does that but what you can do and what we see in era two is the avatar can create a metal and tell you tell a person to do a thing with that metal uh and like use hemology in a specific way right and can maybe influence other magics that are already there in slight ways right i'll say there's got to be some element of being able to do something with where they are because of the the birds, the worms, and the magic birds. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, that's yeah. There's some element of unless they're already there. There's a different wab um, that we haven't really talked about, but it briefly touches on the difference between minor and major shard yeah. worlds in the Cosmere, and the short. And, and heavily paraphrased version of, of Brandon's answer is that minor shard worlds... So one, one significant difference is just the scope of the magic that yeah. you can see. You're not going to see a surge binder on a yeah. minor shard world. You're right. not going to see a Mistborn on a, on a minor shard world. Um, and the other one is minor shard worlds are more about, at least in Brandon's head, more about the interaction between people and creatures and their environment and the planet and the flora and the fauna. So something like First of the Sun, where a lot of the magic is about the interaction between humans and birds and magical worms. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Threnody is weird. We don't talk about Threnody. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that's, that's in line with, uh, with this. Hmm. I love shards, guys. I, I, <laughs> I really, really love thinking about shards. This is like so thoroughly captured my imagination on yeah. what, what that means and <laughs> yeah. what that's like. I, I'm imagining autonomy could be viewed as some sort of virus and is just spreading and, uh, and influencing things and not like corrupting everything but like having meddling in a huge variety of things odium's more like yo i'm gonna wreck your stuff and autonomy is much more subtle uh yeah we haven't 
Oh, we haven't really talked about autonomy and sand mastery. And I know that is, we are late in this episode to talk, talk about a thing, but like the overmastery giving you more power seems like, ah, you're exercising your autonomy and your willpower and things like that. Uh, There's much about sand mastery that I don't like. Well, yeah. What does classification mean? Yeah, well... How does that affect things autonomously? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm just saying. The way you access the power uh, is in line with the shard intent, not the effects. The effects don't need to be related to that, then. Very important. The idea that autonomy Mm. wants people to have their willpower? I don't don't know. Something like that? I have have a question, then, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um... If we agree that the way a shard is involved in the invested art that is commonly associated with them, um, allomancy with preservation, hemallurgy with ruin, and so on. Yep. Mm-hmm. The intent of the shard is tied to the initiation and or acquisition of the magic, right? Not, not the effect. We can all agree the that the effect. effects are mm-hmm. are yeah. completely independent. Yes. Um, and part of that is because all shards have access to this near infinite power, like the power of creation. Yes. And so they have access to all the effects. Yes. Um, hmm. And and so therefore uh, the invested arts. And, and so if, if we go with this premise that it is the initiation, and it, it may be more than just initiation, but I'm going to use that term. Uh, for simplicity, if it's the initiation that's tied to the intent, then sand mastery initiation is weird. Well, I do not agree that it is the initiation, and I know this is being very pedantic, but this principle of intent is a thing very close to my heart in particular. Well, because, really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> because snapping doesn't have to do with preservation too much it's more that the way you're accessing the power itself is well you are not utilizing your own strength for allomancy and so you have to draw upon uh an external source so that you are preserved and like okay you're using surge binding because you the way that power is accessed is through Honor, oaths, and growth, let's say. Sure. And through a bond, okay. And through a bond, right? So, okay. It, All right. Which is different from initiation. But, okay. I, fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. Doesn't make sand mastery any less No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But, um, yeah. In, in fact, it almost makes it more weird because yes. the way you gain access to investiture in Sand Mastery is by taking it from magical lichen. Yeah. Well... And you, you use your own water as a, a, a currency almost. Uh, kind of, kind of similar to yeah. how a light weaver might use stormlight as a bargaining chip in yeah, soul yeah, casting. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, where is the autonomy in all of? Like, you are 
you are very dependent on on little little creatures it, in sand. It's all in the overmastery. I've I've always thought this uh that uh it's before we knew autonomy's name, I, I thought like if the shard could be called something like perseverance or something like that. Where uh the way you get more power is by exercising your willpower and autonomy. That's that's where the autonomy uh connection is. Okay. Like it, you're sort of thinking of like Hey, why why are we dealing with micro, microflora? That's weird. But it's no less weird than I'm ingesting metals and doing that. Like that doesn't matter, right? That's that's just how the the interaction with the planet and the investiture and people's spiritual DNA, that's just how it panned out on that planet. And if you were on a different planet, that investiture might manifest a little differently, but the autonomy influence I always thought was in the overmastery that you're you're training and you're you're using that power and specifically focusing on that and that sort of aspect uh and if that makes sense i can see that hmm. but at least from what we've seen in white sand and and you can argue that it's not a very good example <laughs> the vast majority of how the magic manifests and how the magic is being used is through the sand ribbons Overmastery yep. is an edge case scenario, but that's how you, that's how you get much stronger at sand mastery. So, like, there, there's this aspect of growth uh, in sand mastery where, like, you start at one level and you gain more level, more levels by exercising more autonomy, more search finding, more honor, right? Uh, Something like that, like you're gaining more access to more ribbons and you're exercising that autonomy that is like in the souls of Sandmasters. Okay. I still think it's a little tenuous, but I can... I agree, but that's the that's the line that I see and that's the only way it makes sense in my brain. It's, it's about as tenuous as... Alamancy allows you to preserve yourself. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is that Brandon confirmed my theory, and that's what it actually is. So, I uh, he he directly confirmed my the thing that I said in 2011. So I still am feeling really good about that. So uh, that's that's my that's my path. Okay. So anyway, sorry for that fun diversion. <laughs> uh, but but we we had to talk about the autonomy influence on sand mastery, right? Mm. We've never delved into. Sand mastery no, specifically. No, um, and, it is, it is and I agree, it is really weird. It's worth bringing up that autonomy has influence over on dark side as well. Uh, but given that we know like virtually nothing about dark side, there are sky colors. Uh, yes, yes. There we go. And um, Skathen exists and is weird. Neat. Also, Elise. <laughs> That, that's it. We we have summed up uh, uh, what we know about the magic on dark side. That's it. Cool. Cool. Um, uh, should we talk about the dragon thing? Oh that, yes, Ian would always say that autonomy is is a dragon. Out Bob, of Bob, Bob yeah, all of yes, let's say out of all of the the shards, uh, the one that goes around changing form and presenting themselves as different things and doesn't have a specified gender. Okay, he's well, most likely going like to be the that. one that's. Yeah, he's, he's most likely going to be 
a shape-shifting dragon before they uh, became the uh, became autonomy. I obviously it's not yeah. confirmed, but yeah, I there is there is yeah, solid okay. arguments made that we know some of the vessels aren't human. Dragons are shapeshifters. I, I will I will accept that that is completely reasonable. Yeah. I'm not going to call that evidence. I'm not going to call that is That is way more circumstantial than us thinking that uh, autonomy <laughs> is Trell. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just saying that that is interesting, and I would not be surprised if that was the yeah. case. It's a stronger argument than uh, endowment being a dragon, just because... Breath and the yeah. dragons breathe fire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. tenuous connections. Or, or yeah. autonomy was a light weaver on Yolin and had personas like Shalon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Na- hashtag nailed it. With hemology. Um, I guess on the topic of random wobs, uh-huh. as, as we make our way to the bottom of this document, yes, the ghost bloods have had interactions with autonomy which is mildly interesting, but nothing we can really talk about. Uh, they are a world-hopping organization, so it's not surprising that they've, they've had encounters with um, yeah. at least an avatar if, of autonomy. Yeah. I don't know how many there are, but probably enough that you'd encounter one eventually. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't surprise me. Ghostblood seem to like to meddle. Autonomy likes to meddle. Yeah. Have yeah. Some, some interaction at some point. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, what's his face? Man, Raze had an AVR and yeah, Padgy. right, Bam. right, like <laughs> they, they, sure, <laughs> sure, we definitely. Sure. Just, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. the timeline of that is, but yeah, you're you're right though. But totally natural that that would be a thing. Huh. I guess I guess AVRs may have been a thing for a very long time. I guess right. Yeah, mm. the, the latent investiture that's there uh, before meddling occurred. Huh. Uh, yeah. The how much the meddling changed what the island did, we don't know, right? And it doesn't need to be a lot. Uh, like, no. I mean, for all we know, autonomy is gonna be messing with the ghost bloods. I find that hilarious. I I would assume <laughs> autonomy has her fingers in many pies. Everything, <laughs> you know, you know where autonomy's invested. Vax, easy. With 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 <laughs> ruin, preservation, and endowment together. The four sure. of them. Yeah. Sure. The four of them in they harmony. Just made a planet first. But then Odium attacked and you know. In the, the, the interest the of moving things along. <laughs> in the interest of moving things along. Never. Nishani Lin asked a few years back whether honor and uh, honor and autonomy could be considered opposites. Uh, in in the sense that autonomy, so honor is all about oaths. Autonomy, what if autonomy is about freeing uh, from oaths? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Brandon says that you can definitely think about them that way. Uh, those two are more likely to be opposite um, than some others. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It gives us a little bit of a context into uh, autonomy's intent. Want to talk about Bevedon? Not really. <laughs> Who is Bevedon? I don't even uh, know. Apparently, uh, there is a Luthadel Guard member in the Final Empire named Bevedon, and uh, to which this questioner asks, that sounds suspiciously like Bobbiton, and Brandon's like, it does. Is there a connection there? Brandon, <laughs> Raffo. <laughs> That's it. Good talk, guys. 
I, I don't <laughs> care about that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's a nothing. That's a what spy is, of Bavadin. <laughs> what is more interesting, I think, is Trout. a question from Harold, mm-hmm. um, back Harold. from our kind of Unbounded tour, asking, have we seen Bavadin's influence on other worlds until now, like Austria on Nalthus, or other religions which Sayist studied on Scadrial, for example? Uh, and Brennan says, you, yes, you have seen her influence on other worlds, on worlds other than Taldane. Uh, he wouldn't confirm Nalthus or Scadrial. Yeah. Uh, there's an interesting thing uh, on, like, on the Dayside map mm-hmm. uh, that people think that that's, there, there's this red-haired badass woman on the Dayside map. And one time Brandon's like, yeah, Isaac made that without uh, my, like, he, he just did that because it looked cool. But then there's another one where Brandon's like, oh, that's a very sharp guess that you that you thought that that looked like Bavadin. So, <laughs> but also Brandon says, oh, you know, Bavadin looks what she feels like looking like or what he feels looking like, depending upon the day. So, you know, doesn't really <laughs> matter. If there's so many personas, then like, cool. Cool. I haven't read White Sands. This is the first time I've discovered that we have a Teldane map. <laughs> oh, the map, the, 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 the dayside map is gorgeous. I it's literally r- had no idea this existed. Do, 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 you want, do you want to see it? It looks great. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Isn't it cool? You are the worst. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why am I even on this? So you're, you're, you, you, you thought that... Our, our very fun and exciting Eric and Evgeny discussion on Sand Mastery was just so thrilling, right? <laughs> oh, man. You should try editing a two-hour podcast for a book you've never read. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> More random bit of trivia. Uh, it is interesting that uh, Sixth of the Dusk says or thinks the following about Padgy. Oh, man. Uh, Padgy was a domineering, vengeful parent who sought the blood of all who landed on his shores. Excellent. Uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. (laughs) When you have Pachdi the being, who knows how much of that is real or not? We'll never know! Will we ever know? I don't know. Great. Um, And then, less less relevant, uh, the perpendicularity uh, on the island, Paget's Eye is a cool emerald lake. Mm-hmm. Rainfall collects there. The river, uh, Dusk thinks, is his tears. Uh, I thought it's interesting that there's a, a thematic parallel between the tears of Paget and the tears of Edgley. True. Okay, uh, sure. But probably nothing more than a thematic um, yeah. thing. The, the same way that this is a cool emerald lake and Cultivation's perpendicularity on the Hornuders Peaks is also um, uh, known as the Emerald Pools. Yep, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We should definitely talk about Bayon a bit uh, because spoilers for White Sand Volume Three. If you care, <laughs> probably you don't. But uh, very last page, Bayon's a Sandmaster, and that's weird because we have never seen a Darksider. A pure Darksider mm. Sandmaster. And he also gets a giant sky beam. 
uh, which is he Fatum. he is al- Fatum, yeah um, <laughs> he is way like he's orders of magnitude more powerful than any other sandmaster that we have seen mm-hmm. yeah uh, and on the same panel where this happens we see one of the one of the cloud faces which we kind of accept to be autonomy yeah. watching maybe doing things paying so, attention you know paying, paying attention, attention. Uh, yeah maybe she interfered directly and gave him power at the time uh maybe he's not actually a sandmaster and that was just autonomy <laughs> tricking the sand into releasing <laughs> investiture just to mess with us uh or maybe Bayon has access to some other power set that is not sand mastery uh, and you just get the investiture in the same way that you get the investiture anywhere on their side, uh, which is from the, the sand. The lichen. Yeah. That yeah. It absorbed the yeah. investiture. Yeah. So maybe he does like not sand ribbons, but other things. I, I mean, I think all those are possible. We, we, we truly have no idea. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and the main reason I bring it up uh, is, or I put it in the document to be brought up is because some people thought Bayon was going to become uh, an avatar of autonomy What? because Trail whom we see as a human person being in White Sand also appears as a Trail the deity on Scadrial. Uh and so I've, I've seen some people draw the parallel which I don't like but I, I thought I should bring I mean- up Trail's weird. We've seen we've seen Bayon in Stormlight as part of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. We have. Uh, oh, also uh, a theory that I should bring up from people. Uh, end of Oathbringer, when Odium says we killed you, mm-hmm. when Dalinar opens uh, the the honors perpendicularity. Some people have thought that we there suggests that Odium had help in splintering honor. Sure. And autonomy is is a prime candidate. It is uh, a prime candidate yeah. for sure. I would not be surprised if there is some sort of avatar on Roshar. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, that'd be spicy. That would be interesting. I don't think okay. other shards necessarily have avatars. I feel like there's a big cost to doing this, and it's a very specific thing that autonomy's doing. Mm. Um, I mean. I- I think there may be other shots of avatars, but not quite as many. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I'll I'll probably I, I don't know uh, if I'm comfortable saying this is unique to autonomy. Yeah, uh, true. But I can I can readily agree to hey, this is a rare thing. And autonomy yeah. does it way more than anyone else. Yeah. We certainly never saw any evidence of it before, really. Really the Oathbringer letter really made it really clear like mm. oh this is more than just personas and like different things this is this is like a magical thing this is a real thing right yeah because yeah. you can say Bobadin has personas but making separate beings of you and referring to yourself in the we and being on many different planets that is a very different thing mm-hmm. a bit yeah Autonomy is cool. I guess we'll see lots when the Skadrians go to stamp out all of uh, the avatars of autonomy. Oh, and I guess <laughs> we should wrap by saying Ian hates the word avatar because avatar is should just be a oh, yeah. manifestation of, you know, 
Yeah, I I agree. It, I agree. It's weird to think of these things as avatars. It's not in, a in good the word. Traditional sense of avatar. Yeah, like an avatar would be the way Odium appears in Oathbringer yes. is an avatar of Odium, right? It's just yeah, a representation I, I of him. So. And like with all shards, the the appearance that they put on is not themselves. Like we've seen it's that a, multiple times. It's an avatar, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so just wanted to bring that up for Ian here. Well, holy crap, guys. Let's go do Who's That Cosmere character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That? Cosmere character! Welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character, the game where you guys send in five clues to WTCC at 17strad.com and a character, and then we try and guess the character by me reading out the clues one by one. And, yay! and if they get the character, they win, and if they don't, they suck. And Exercise your autonomy and do exactly what we say and send things to WTCC at 17strad.com. <laughs> yes. And then also tell us how cool we are as well. It's nice to read yes, those things. Yes. That, that's right. That's not how autonomy works. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Right. So, character number one was sent in by TFR. Just TFR. Okay. Tiffer, if you will. Uh, clue one. Cool. This character is in a position of power. Autonomy. Bavadin. Oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not harmony. Uh, Sadius. It's not Sadius. Lord Praxton. <laughs> it is Lord Praxton. We're all targeting. Cut on, cut on. Get me my boombox. It's Lord Praxton. Yay! You, you, you read that. Like the one episode when I was actually thinking about Taldane stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd pick a nice Taldane one. Well done, Grace. Uh, clue number two this character has a relationship that was looked down upon by his peers. Number three was this character's blue eyes. Number four was this character's dead. And number five, this character is from Taldane. Nice. Good one. Nice. TFR. Well, great. That now we're we're cruising through this. This episode's long, so great, 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 good. Yeah, we yeah, did yeah. it. Right. We did it. <laughs> Let's see if you guys can get this next one. Evgeny's just right. in disbelief. That that is the disbelief. <laughs> well, so, here, so I was gonna. So the, when when Ben said TFR, the first thing I thought of was Isaac's reveal of the Tafar glyph, because you would <laughs> write that as TFR in in the Rosharan glyph system, and Tafar means doctor, and so I was gonna. <laughs> Try to riff off something about how the doctor is sending us clues, and then Grace just terminated the round. <laughs> wow, wow, that's that's cut really that right a, off. I'm so I'm so glad that joke was cut off. That was that's really good and high quality. That's the quality content you expect. Character Sarcast. number two. All right, sent in by White Wolf Eleven. All right, I uh, guess only Threnody things. <laughs> Good luck. This character has traveled to all the dominances in the final empire. The Lord Ruler. It is the Lord Ruler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I call, I call foul play. Yeah? 
<laughs> Look, I don't know Arrow 1 very well, and he's the only character I could think of that was, like, for sure would have traveled to all the dominances. I have some issues with this. We do not know. There is nothing that specifically says this is merely an implication that they probably maybe went to Most every dominance. Likely. But you don't this know is, that. You don't this know. This is true. That is, this was, so that does not need to be valid. Just saying. It was so I see what you're saying. It's a bad clue. Grace got it anyway. <laughs> I take an issue with the fact that Grace has access to the WTCC account. I this I is, swear I am not. They're unread. Jeebus can confirm. Yep. Yeah, you can you can read an email when market isn't ready. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, there's been no evidence of foul play on Grace uh, previously, uh, mm. ever. But- an excellent deception. <laughs> if you want, we can have Grace do one, right? And then I'll play. And then Grace, which one are you, which one are you picking? Well, are you- oh, I, I don't have them pulled up. I didn't think I was going <laughs> to do it. No, 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 no. We, we got to do that. We got to do that. What were the other clues, Ben? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close the email. Uh, Maybe the Grace. Was- Grace, after talking about uh, Taldane, has just become a god. She's become <laughs> an avatar of a shard of being good at who's that Cosmere character, and it's, is it's because Ian's not here today. I can finally uh, get <laughs> the real answer. Clue Grace number two. Has ascended to Ian. <laughs> Clue number two. This character knows the secret of the Well Ascension. Number three. This character is excessively gloomy. Uh, four, this character dislikes Kelsia. And number five, this character is from Terrace. And the, mm. they specifically wrote, it's your boy, the Lord Ruler. <laughs> I would reorder these clues in a different manner. Yes. They they narrow down very quickly. No, but like, dislikes Kelsia. Like, that's a big list. He killed tons of people. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that's, that's a good clue. But cool. like knowing the secret of the Well of Ascension being clue two is like, all right, so we got Alendi. Well, not even Alendi. We have Roshek and Roshek. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm mostly upset because I was also going to guess Lord of the because my mind was still in the this is somebody with authority. I would just <laughs> like to say that I would normally guess the Lord Ruler, but we don't have any specific evidence that they were at the Farmost Dominance or the Crescent Dominance or anything like that. We don't know these things. That is does not need to be the case. They conquered many places, but did they specifically go to the Southern Islands? That we don't know. Just saying. It's a fair point. Because if they went to a specific dominance, I would definitely remember that fact. And I don't, so they didn't. So there. Yeah, cool. White Wolf 11. <laughs> now, we, now we know Got why him. you're not Wolf, White, White Wolf number one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Grace has just gotten both of these on number one. I find this absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And Grace has become a god. Welcome, yeah. Grace. To Godhood. <laughs> ah, and Ian's your, your, your ruin to Ian's preservation? Pushing against each other? Uh, who's that cosmic right. character? You, or am I reading one now? You're reading one because Ben <laughs> needs to contribute and needs to not just automatically win. 
and you need to, or rather, you need to not automatically mint win. Words. Words. Watch me get this on clue one. Do it. That would. I will get up and just walk away and let you do the outro without me. That's fine. Just leave your camera on so it doesn't interfere with the overlays. Thanks. <laughs> this, this one was sent in by Philomath. Okay. Cool. Okay. Clue one. This character is well respected. Well, not Kelsier then. I'm gonna go with the Ascendant Warrior, Vin. Boom. Is not Vin. Do you know what's really bad? What? I literally just read this one and I can't remember who it is. <laughs> like I literally close <laughs> scrolled past it when I was going down the list and I'm like I'm gonna try and go from from just from the clues because I cannot remember who the character was. Okay. I'm gonna guess the Lord Ruler. It's not the Lord Ruler. <laughs> um, that's actually an interesting clue because Isn't a it? lot of characters are not generally well respected like they are well respected within certain areas but they they always they often have like strong pushback right i'd still say like if i were well respected or someone Hmm. like that would i mean you you could say that yeah but but you could also make the argument the other way right uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna guess novani it is not novani clue two this character is kind to unexpected people. I'm going to guess Dalinar. It is not Dalinar. Serini? It is not Serini. Hoid? <laughs> not Hoid. No Clue respects three. Hoid. <laughs> this character no, is true. clever. Uh, Yasna? It is not Yasna. Okay. Doesn't really work with Clue 2, but... Clue two was they are kind of strangers to unexpected, uh, unexpected people. To unexpected people, whatever that means. Rayodin. It is not Rayodin. How many illustrious characters can I guess today? Kenton isn't well respected. <laughs> Eventually, he Eventually. is. Eventually, I'm gonna guess Kenton. <laughs> it is not Kenton. Clue four. This character experienced a crisis of faith. Say well, I know who they want me to guess. <laughs> it's not Sazed. Oh. Rip us. <laughs> mm, so just me. Are, okay. are all three of us wrong? <laughs> no, 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 because I knew who the, they wanted me to guess. But I'm not going to guess them. Because also you guys guessed. Yeah. Um, you could guess. Man, yeah. Dana really fits these clues. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. Would you describe Dalinar as clever? Yeah, in a military sense. There, there's a I lot mean, of words that I would say to that I could associate with Dalinar, but it, top three would not be clever. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Okay. There is an argument to be made for like tactically <laughs> and strategically clever. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, a crisis of faith. Crisis of faith, yeah. Mm -hmm. Crisis of faith. Who has a crisis Um, of faith? 
Light Song does. Oh, Light Song. Well, but is he well respected? No, he is pretty well respected. I'm gonna guess Light Song. It is Light Song. Hey! God damn it! <laughs> hey! <laughs> and the uh, the fifth clue was that this character was once human. Oh, oh, there's a there's some good clues. There's a. Did well you remember done, who that was, Ben? Person. Is that cheating? I could not. I did not remember. I still. I'm even now. I'm like, was it Light Song? So yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, I, was, I think I, that this is uh, Evgeny. I'm with you. I think this is some high level strategy uh, <laughs> designed for them to give each other points. Is all planned. Hashtag free shardcast. Free shard. Free shardcast. Without you saying lights off. If you had not said lights off, my head was nowhere near Nalthus. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I was back and forth between Roshar and Scadriel, and I was getting nowhere. So, Evgeny is very displeased with how this, who's that cosmic <laughs> character, wants to she said he'd get up and leave, and he hasn't. So, you know, just fine. Well, you didn't get this in the first try. Okay, okay. Also, oh. technically, I guessed right, so... <laughs> this is why Ian is a stone... is a stone face and doesn't blab during other people's guesses. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect anyone to actually listen to me. <laughs> cool. Alright, guys. Okay. Well, that was a very interesting Who's That Cosmic character. We hope you enjoyed this... A uh, very interesting look into a very interesting shard. Uh, hopefully, all the white sand stuff did not bore you to tears. But autonomy is going to be important, guys. It it's going to be real cool, and I'm excited. I'm real excited, and you should be too. So follow us on seventeenshard.com for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. You can support us on Patreon. Uh, and we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. This is the last time I'm going to be in this apartment uh, on on what we're recording. Aww. So you'll, you'll Bye, get to Eric's see me apartment. in a different background where I'll actually have overhead lights. I'm really excited. <laughs> Call. Bye, Eric's house. Bye. Well, actually, it's by Eric's apartment. And hello yeah. to Eric's house. Call.